0: Okay. There we go. Hola. It is opening day. There we go. Or not one at all. This is Michelle. This is David Sammartino. We had a big night last night. All right, folks, we're live on the radio. Un momento. It is with Juan. (coughs) Here we go. Here we go on the Thursday. Boom, boom, boom. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go, one and all. La, la, la. At 12.06, on this sunny Thursday, chilly though, chilly. Tight, tight, as uh, Tuco would say. But anyhow, no, folks, it's 12.06. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show. It's a.m. 1380 and ninety nine point nine. 99.95. Good afternoon. David Sammartino is here, everybody on Facebook Live, it's the Noon Report. Remember, you can share that you're watching, you can type, well, not write in, but type in someone's name, boom, that should alert them, in fact, that they can join us, as a matter of fact. And this portion of the program, folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show, it's watched by Propane Plus. Remember, for all your propane needs, call Propane Plus today, 401 885-4209. Whether residential or commercial, you can depend on Propane Plus. Call them today. Propane Plus. In Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. Now, in Massachusetts, someone in Massachusetts actually said, "No, what happens if I call the Rhode Island number? I mean, you you can call the Rhode Island number. It's the same company. Do, Do I get spent? No, there's no special savings. There's just two numbers. They started in Massachusetts. They're in Rehoboth. Good afternoon, Rehoboth. By the way, the signal comes in fantastic there. But no, you can call, it's a special number, 508. These conspiracy questions that I get, I, I can't tell you folks what people imagine these think. 508-252-3359, or in Rhode Island, 401 At least that's what they want us to believe. Remember, online at propaneplus.com, heating and cooling, Residential or commercial, it's propane plus. Now, folks, check out the website depetro.com. We have a posting coming up a little bit later. There's a lot of behind the scenes in and by the way, um, subscribers to the Facebook page. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook. I'm gonna have some details, subscriber only video that I'm gonna explain what's going on behind the scenes with Governor McKay. That's gonna be later. The website depetro.com, which is brought to you by the Kohisa Inn, two twenty six Koesit Avenue, West Warwick. Folks, lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, they're waiting for you at the Coesed Inn. Now, as far as the subscribers, and let me remind people again, it's 25 cents a week. I kid you not. When you first uh, sign on to do the type of system and what we do with Facebook, that's what you have to lock in. So when we were doing it, and it was a couple years ago now, we didn't realize how things were going to explode the way they have. Because otherwise, we would have charged. <laughs> I remember the discussion at the time. I still remember it. And unfortunately, I was the one that said, no, let's just do 99 cents. Who knows if people are going to watch this or not? Uh, I had people, and, and they remind me, on Petro.com staff saying, Juan, I think we should do 2.99. I think we should do dollar 99 Who was the one that said 99 cents? No, it was me. So, we're stuck with it. Facebook leaves you with that. But anyhow, my point is, you pay to read the newspaper. You pay for all these streaming services. You pay for cable. You pay for content. People today are paying to freeze at Fenway Park outside on this opening day. So, it's not like you're just paying. You're you're getting content out of it. You're getting content. So, anyhow, it's there. There's... And more and more of our content is going to the subscriber base so subscribers learn more about stuff faster easier there's some exclusive stuff obviously but it's all right there now coming up uh, in just five minutes we're gonna talk to our guy Tom Bryan Ameriprise Financial so um, and one of the reasons is because I want to clarify he's an expert Uh, The company, 125 years in business. The reason why I want to have him on is to have him just explain a little bit about the role of the Federal Reserve. Because, as many of you know, Governor McKee is now blaming them for the failure of his soccer stadium, the failure of the Fane Tower, the failure of what's going to be the Superman building. Governor McKee is, oh, you know, the, the, the Federal Reserve needs to listen to me Governor McKee, we can't, the pain is coming, as he said. So, it's it's so preposterous. The Federal Reserve is designed to not be influenced with politics. So, not the President of the United States, not the Senate, not a Wall Street firm, and certainly not the least popular governor in the United States. But before we bring on Tom Bryan of Ameriprise Financial, I want to just clarify, and I, I know that for some people it's inside, but I... I just want to clarify um, <clears throat> when we hear about a missing person. So now, because of uh, especially like TikTok, some people don't realize, but because of the the uh, murders that took place out west, right? The the college students. I still remember Kate De of Fox and Friends first telling me about that. But because of that, because of Gabby Petito and others, there's definitely been a rise in interest in. True crime, so that so that so you know, as they say, so now, um, with us, and then you also had the situation play out tragically, as a matter of fact, start off the new year in both Cohasset and then the other situation, Lizzie Glancy in, um, Deluxeburg is a little bit different, but I, I want to touch on this business now last spring we did focus on the charlotte lester case a missing person a missing person's case now the element of that was was that she truly her her dog was found her truck was found charlotte has never been found that is a missing person now as a result of that and because of the focus we put on that as many of you know so i i routinely now I would hear from people. I can't, you know, and here's, this is a typical message. I can't believe no one is talking about this. This was last summer. This kid is missing from West Warwick. He's 17 years old. He's missing. One, you have to do something about it. And then when I would investigate, I'd say, no, no, no. He's not missing. He's a runaway. He ran away from home. I know his mother's posting that. Yeah, his mother's posting. Has anyone seen my son? No, no, no. He's not missing. He just doesn't want to live at home. You know, and unfortunately, for my sake, I learned even too much about it. You know, he wants to drink in his room, he wants to smoke pot in his room, whatever. But he doesn't want to live at home. He's not missing. You know, the reaching one, you have to help us. Our son's missing. He's not missing. He's he, he he's living with his cousin in Providence. He's not missing. That's not a missing person. Now, I I want you to understand this. I wait for police. I wait for police to put out the information, and then I share the information. Now, tragically, there are many people who, because of drug addiction, they go missing for several days. But they're not really missing, they're just not in touch with their family, sadly. And then there are people, sadly, who want to do self-harm, and they leave. And they are somewhere, most likely. Maybe in a body of water somewhere. And they may never be found. And I know it's cruel. And I heard from a family. You have to help us. He's missing. He's actually not missing. This individual I was thinking of. This other family was contacting me. you got to help us. Our son, he's missing. We're starting to go fund me. I'm like, listen, he's not. I checked with the police. He's a runaway. There's a difference. I'm not saying he should run away. But there's a difference of Gabby Petito was missing. Right? The boyfriend came back. He wasn't with him. Charlotte Lester is missing. Anna Walsh is missing. The husband has been charged with murder. There's a difference of that, and sometimes people go off on these drug binges. I'm not I'm not I know that the family's concerned, and I know it's terrible. I was communicating with someone last night. A member of her family would do this. It it just causes pins and needles. It's terrible what her sister or family, I'll just say family member does, but they're not. They should report them to the police, no doubt. But this does happen sometimes. And then you had the woman, I don't know, still what happened with that woman, that suddenly went, quote, missing, and then they found her the next day. She just disappeared for a night. Now, as far as Governor McGreed saying that he needs to put pressure on the Fed, all right, let's bring on, and I, I want him to explain, and I think he can do that, uh, exactly what's involved with that and you hear me talk about him and it and we're gonna talk to him right now of exactly the role of the Fed what's happening right now I don't know, I'm not sure why he's done it. there we go all right there he is, folks. So joining us on the line right now from Ameriprise financial is our friend Tom Bryan good afternoon Tom Bryan I'm doing very well. Now, Tommy, if you'd be so kind, since you are a financial expert, and you deal with this type of thing all day, and you deal with various questions, if you would be so kind as to just touch on with our, our viewers and listeners of exactly the role of the Fed, Federal Reserve, and how they operate. Well, it's interesting, John. I mean, we, we're in a period now
1: terms of interest rate increases that we haven't seen since the early 80s. Um, The Federal Reserve is designed to kind of keep inflation intact, Um, and obviously we're in a a really large inflationary period that, again, we haven't seen since the early 80s. But what's been happening now is there's a lot of noise out there, and the Fed has almost become politicized, and it shouldn't. I, I mean, it was it was created in 1913 and the entire idea was to have it separate from any sort of uh, political environment or political pressures Uh, but what we're seeing recently and i think a lot of it has to do with the media uh, because people are concerned about inflation and people are concerned about rates that are increasing so much we're seeing these politicians jump in and, and acting like they almost have a voice and they have a right to, to pressure the Fed, and, and that's not how uh, or why the Fed was put into place. Um, so unfortunately, we're in an environment now. Where there's a lot of noise, and there's a lot of, um, like I said, a lot of pressures uh, on Powell to make decisions um, from a political standpoint, and, and that's not how it was designed. Uh, unfortunately, people are feeling the ramifications uh, of these Increasing rates, not only from a lending standpoint, but if you're in an allocation where you're invested in certain instruments, uh, you know, bond prices. If bonds typically have been, you know, historically a safe haven uh, when stocks or equities get hit. And we have a bad stock market. Bonds are supposed to protect you, but the only time where bonds really get hit is when we have uh, a period of rapid rate increases, and that's what we're seeing. So. Um, <laughs> it's laughable that McKee thinks he has some sort of influence on Ramondo, and it's laughable to think that Ramondo, even though she's a cabinet <laughs> person,
0: has any sort of pull over And the whole thing is is laughable, really. Um, and Tommy, that, that you know, that's you know, just I mean, that's just not the way. It, I mean, whether whether you're a Wall Street firm or you're the president of the United States, it's it's my understanding it's designed not be influenced politically. And and I know this there's a longer, more larger longer explanation for this but part of it is because of the pandemic there was so much money flying into the economy and that's why housing prices took off and people would say my god you know my neighbor they doubled the price that they bought their house for by selling it and everyone's buying all these things but they have to reel it back in and one of the ways they do that is you just you 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 can't have all this money floating out there
1: yeah, and it's ironic to think that this wasn't going to happen. Uh, they flooded the marketplace with cash, and then they're shocked that we had an inflationary period. I mean, we look just the supply chain issues coming out of China, coming out of Taiwan. I mean, that, COVID had a lot to do with it, and then basically, we I think we almost tried socialism. I think that's what they were trying to do. Let's just give everyone money stay home, and uh, we're going to have a period like that. I go back. I wasn't alive for it, um, but 1973-74 we had a huge recessionary period in this country and what the government did is try to spend their way out of it and the fed kept rates artificially low and then what we saw happen was all of a sudden the caps came off and boom if you could get a mortgage in, in 1982 for 13 14 percent you were doing pretty good
0: wow um, yeah i mean that, that's
1: the reality of it and people get excited now because they like, oh, look at i made a cd for five or six percent but you know, when the cost of living is, is humming at 7%, 8%, you're losing purchasing power. So I think it's, uh, I think it's short-term. The Fed backed off a little bit. They only raised uh, rates by 25 basis points this last period. Um, but the, the big concern is wages aren't going anywhere. So I don't think uh, inflation is going to go anywhere. I think we'll see some volatility between now and certainly the end of the summer.
0: Folks, again, we're speaking with Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. You hear me talk about him. You can call, get this wisdom in person, 401-434-1510. Tom Bryan, I want to just, Tommy, if you don't mind, just stay, though, with, and, and I, know, I know I sound critical of Governor McKee, and, and, and be just because of what he was putting forth to the media, and maybe it wasn't fully a baked idea, but this business of, you know, the Fed is bringing pain, and, and the Fed is, they want people unemployed. Now, Tom Bryan, what I hear from so many small business people is they, the past few years now, and hopefully it's going to change, but they'd, they'd put a help wanted sign or just, you know, list a position that's open, and maybe maybe five people would go for it. Uh, there were so many people that that used to have a second job, but because there was so much money flooding in during the pandemic, they didn't need that second job. So despite what Governor McKee may think of, like, wow, the Fed wants people out of work. That That's not... That's not the way that I view it. It's it's if you're a small if you're a business owner, you need people that are available and actively looking for work.
1: Yeah. You see it you see it everywhere, Joe. Um, there's so many restaurants, there's so many small businesses that, that need help, but unfortunately people with these extended unemployment benefits they get paid more to sit at home. Right. Um, and, and that's you know, that's not good. That's socialism and, and, and it's not uh, how how this country is based? No, uh, you know it, it's um yeah it's 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 certainly a, a an interesting time um but I think we'll get through it.
0: What are you telling your clients and people, Tom Bryan, right now? For instance, what about someone that maybe and you know and I recognize it's tough. They they're thinking of they'd like to buy a home, but a lot of people right now. I mean that's they they're not selling the homes. The biggest problem is. People don't have a place to go. In certain parts of the country, you know, you read the real estate section of the Wall Street Journal. I mean, people have been... If you bought property in Miami in 2017, 2019, people are flipping huge properties at huge profits. But what, what are you seeing, Tom Bryan, right now for people as far as how some of their plans have been changed?
1: Yeah, um, if we're talking specifically real estate, I mean, obviously, I think a lot in Rhode and desirable areas, there's an inventory issue. But there's not a lot of inventory out there. Uh, and the other pressures is that people looked, you know, two years ago, what they could afford through their cash flow is significantly different now because of the rate environment. But historically, rates aren't that high. It's just been a shock all at once. So, you can get a mortgage at six and a half, seven percent. There's always an opportunity to refinance. Sure. I think the biggest thing is uh, the inventory right now. I I really do, particularly in this area. Um, And people, how has it changed from a planning standpoint? I'm not sure. that it's changed all that much for someone that's going to downsize or go to a second home, or I think it's really put a hurt on people that are trying to get into the market uh, to, to buy a first home, Right. And, like, t- try to come up with a down payment. That yeah. has really been tough, but th- th- at the same time, you look at people that are renting properties, I mean, y- if you get a two bedroom for, for $1,500, $2,000, and that's pretty good, and then you compare that to a mortgage payment, I, I, it's just tough, I think, um, for first-time home buyers right now. But if you equate it to renting, it's not all that much of a different from a from a payment standpoint.
0: Tommy, what about some of the clients you may have? Or and this is something that people have a problem with: they retired. Uh, mm-hmm. They they're, maybe they're still in good health, right? Maybe they're even you know in the sixties, whatever. But but now they're finding that because of the cost of inflation and they're on a fixed income, it's not going as far as maybe they thought it would, um, what, what about do you have clients and talk to people who are retired but then thinking maybe I, I will pick up a job again to get some more extra added needed income?
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly, I mean, you go in the grocery store and holy mackerel, right, yeah. prices are through the roof. Um, from from a retirement standpoint, that I, when I have clients that are retired, they're certainly feeling the effects of it. Uh, we, we put portfolios together that uh, try to protect against inflation when, when we look when we look at a portfolio and most people think okay if I'm conservative I'm more in the bond sector if I'm aggressive and I have time I'm more allocated to stocks last year was a perfect storm and uh, because the bonds are supposed to protect you in a down market, uh, the only time they obviously get hit is when you have a period of increasing interest rates. Um, so certainly people have have taken a hit. But how I like to do it is I always chop out a portion and put it into a bucket. Where okay, this will cover twelve months of expenses, your essential expenses right now, um, and, and we. I always bake in a two point six percent inflation rate. So I anticipate that cost of goods will go up two point six percent annually. Obviously, we're looking at seven or eight percent this year. But from a planning standpoint, for my clients, it hasn't really affected them all that much because we plan for the unexpected. Um, so we, we do have other buckets that are earmarked for unexpected ex- expenses and certainly we didn't anticipate inflation like this we knew it was going to happen somewhat um, but this has been this has been a unique period of time so from a standpoint of clients going back to work no not not on my end because you know they're allocated in a specific way uh, but I think I, if you look around the landscape there, there's a lot of people that this has really hurt them. This yeah. is this has hurt them. Um, you know, when you're saying, okay, I got 500 bucks a month come in, or 1500 a month, and then all of a sudden, that's not getting me as far as it did last year. It's it's hard, and I feel not only for retirees. What I worry about is people that have a family. You right. Know, like you got three or four kids. All of a sudden, I mean, geez, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a stressful time. It's a stressful time, but not a period that we haven't seen before, and I'm confident we'll get
0: through it. Two more quick questions, folks. Again, it's Tom Bryan, Airprice Financial. I'm going to tell you in a moment how you could call, be able to sit in his office and talk to him. Tom, what about, and I've talked about it, the Boston Globe has had these stories on this Dr. Mata, a local guy who came out with this crypto, and mm-hmm. seemingly um, a lot of people and, and a lot of our followers on the page either them or their brother-in-law got involved or various people and is that something that people come to you and ask you about this cryptocurrency they're hearing about it someone was telling me i invested five thousand at one point it was worth seven hundred thousand i couldn't take the money out and now it doesn't seem to be worth anything
1: yeah so so you know crypto has been obviously a hot topic for for a while but if we look at it fundamentally it's an unregulated commodity so so there's nothing backing it, um, everyone, you know, everyone has an idea I want to get rich quick, I want to invest in something that's going to pop, you know, and we wouldn't want that. Uh, but, but these are things that, you know, the SEC, FINRA has looked at and said, hey, you know, there's nothing backing it, it's an unregulated currency and, and something that, that, that you shouldn't touch. So, so if, you, if a client comes to me and says, hey, uh, you know, how about this crypto deal? what i do is make sure all your buckets are fully funded from a if it's a retirement standpoint b if you have kids that want to go to to to, to college and you want to fund their education it's c if you if you want to be you know protected from living a long long time like what happens if all of a sudden you live till 95. i would like to live to 95. right you know it's expensive um so if you have all your buckets full and sure, you can speculate on the side, but crypto would be an area that I wouldn't touch. I'd rather go to Twin River and put it on red or something. Right. So it's certainly not a, 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 a bucket um, to invest in as a stable investment choice.
0: Now, Tom Bryan, one, two more quick questions. One, if someone calls 401-434... Three... This,
1: this is one more. You said two volumes.
0: I know, one more. There's I Two one. more questions. Okay. One, if someone calls you at 434-1510 and they want to come in and talk to you, How much time should they, you know, expect, and what should they expect from the conversation and chance to sit in your office and meet with you?
1: I mean, I've sat with you, John. It's, it's, um, you know, you call, talk to Francesca, and then set up an appointment with me, and you come in, and and we'll talk about things, and certainly, if I can help, I'll let you know I can help, and we can move forward with a plan. If I think that it's not a good fit and I can't help, then then maybe I'll guide you in a different direction or, or just let you know that. But... It's very casual, but basically, what comes in, we do some data gathering and we say, okay, what's your overall picture look like and what are your short term and long term goals? Um, and then we, we go from there.
0: Long term care coverage, that's a big concern right now. I hear that all the time from people of <laughs> parents, someone has to go in and suddenly they don't realize how expensive it is
1: in my experience my dad started the practice in 1973 um and and we've had a lot of clients where we put together these perfect retirement plans from a cash flow standpoint and we do hedge against inflation like we've talked about but particularly in a spousal situation what happens if one of the two of you gets sick and retire and, and requires some sort of care whether it be in-home care assisted living nursing home uh it can really really a lot of people think that their health insurance will cover it or Medicare will cover it. That's not the reality. If you have assets and you have to go to assisted living or nursing home, you're talking in Rhode Island, upwards of nine to $10,000 a month. Right. So can you imagine if, if you're sick and you need nursing home care hmm. and you have a spouse at home, well, those assets are, are, are liquid and are going to be used to pay for the care. So there are ways to protect it. Uh, there, there, the long-term care insurance wasn't around until the early '90s, uh, and there's only two carriers that still provide it. Mm. And the reason is, is because healthcare is inflated so much, uh, people are living longer and longer, so the insurance companies don't want to provide it anymore because they're paying so much out in claims. Uh, but if we have the opportunity now to grab it and to, and to put these plans in place while it's still available, in my opinion, it's a no-brainer. It's it's. Just as important, if not more important, uh, when it comes to like an investment allocation. Okay, well, I made 8% last year. Well, good for you. You have this huge exposure if something happens to you where you require care.
0: Right. So. Final question. Today's your mom's birthday. What's the dinner? What's the birthday plan? It is. It is my mom's birthday. I took her to Avenue 1 the other day. All right.
1: Uh, For dinner, she's going to Al Forno tonight.
0: Good. All right. Wow. Folks, again, it's Tommy Bryan. Call him 401 434 1510. Tommy, you're the best. Keep doing your thing. Hi to Francesca, and we'll talk to you again. All
1: right. Thanks
0: so much. All right, folks. There it is. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. And the reason is now, good afternoon, everyone. Many of you watching and listening know I normally never do that, but I like to have, he's an expert. That's what he does. I like to have someone explain, third party, <clears throat> that Governor McKee, it's not me, it's the Fed. <laughs> it's not me. It's the Fed. We have to I'm gonna call Governor Armando. I'm gonna call the Fed. We gotta have a pro like it's ludicrous that the governor of Rhode Island is gonna have impact on anything, let alone that. And I'm gonna tell you this goes even deeper than what people are telling you. Now, folks, again, the person I just you just heard me with. He is that genuine. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. I am. I implore you to call him today. At the very least, call him. It's his mother's birthday. 401-434-1510. Office is located at 400 Massoyet Avenue in East Providence. I've sat in his office. He's very knowledgeable. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise. Now, as far as... <clears throat> good afternoon, everybody, once and one again. Uh, excuse me, if i It is, Juan, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, I want to to just mention, because the real story of this soccer situation, and next hour you're going to hear from Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. What's not being covered, and from what I understand, that Governor McKee is pushing the mayor of Pawtucket to go out there and try to do some damage control. Try to do some damage control. Now, Governor McKee last night told Channel 12. Channel 12 asked him about the Fane Tower. And Governor McKee's answer to that was pretty interesting. That Governor McKee said, oh, the Fane Tower is dead. You know, you can't lose something you never had. Fane Tower project, that was never going to get off the ground. Excuse me. Like, what are you talking... This is the first we've heard of this. State held on to the money for too long, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, Governor, what's reality, what's not reality? But a problem that he is up against, and with Governor McKee, this is unique, um, I can tell you the people that put him in office... Now, I know there's many people out there, and they love the conspiracy stuff, right? Uh, New World Order... Uh, person by the curtain, Soros is doing everything, right? Soros, Gates, Obama, Fauci, they are running the whole thing. I, I mean, I don't believe any of that stuff. I know some people, they, it, it's got to be true, it was printed on the Gateway Pundit by no author. <clears throat> I don't believe in that, but make no mistake, in Rhode Island, there are people like the Wizard of Oz paying no attention to the man behind the curtain. They put him in office, and they are so livid at him. Last July and August, Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee was so desperate, so desperate to win that primary, that he was willing to agree basically to anything and then took the attitude of, and there are people like this, we'll, we'll figure it out, right? We'll, we'll just figure it out when we get there. You know, that'll be, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But the problem is, he made commitments, very expensive commitments. Commitments we're on the hook for. So now you have these, as we talked about, you heard Tom there were intangibles that he can't control. But for the for the for a sitting governor, and folks, you, you have to remember, he he's not like there pouring over the documents. There are people on the payroll, he has, you know, attorneys he has Eva Mancuso Eva hang up on them he's got economic advisors all these different people they knew the risks and they knew they were going into a very fluid situation regarding these projects but now I mean it is true because of inflation but inflation was a problem last summer and then it got worse in the fall But between that and supply chain, yes, the cost of all these projects are going up. Not in all states, by the way. I spoke to a friend of mine who said, um, I just spoke to him yesterday. He said, Juan, I'm calling you from a foreign land. He has been in Florida for the past week on business, but said whether it is Miami or Tampa or Jupiter, or I think he was over in the Naples, everywhere he was going, complete cranes in the sky, building like crazy. And I've told you, I, I have a friend who was doing some business in Texas and could not believe he's been doing business in Texas for years, could not believe the building going on in Texas, as far as you can see. Folks, here is what no one is gonna tell you. Now, McKee, how upset is? are the laborers, I'm going to write about it, they, they, they are so angry with him, and it's it's actually frightening how angry they are with him, because one of them, I won't say who, one union labor leader said to someone, offhandedly, could have been in a joke fashion, I don't know the exact context, but, but along the lines of, he's lucky he's got the state police around him, talking about McKee, <laughs> because... They were saying that because in the, in the old days, whatever they said, years ago, in the old days, he'd, he'd be missing now. That's how angry they are. We're Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, and he's sending Gravine out to be like, oh, no, no, people are overreacting. We're going to build, this is ludicrous. They're going to build the most expensive soccer stadium in the country, in Pawtucket, of all places. Folks, is there, is there huge demand for this? Like This is so moronic. But as I have told you, it was never about that. It was never about, gee, we need to build a stadium. We have all these minor league soccer fans. It was a gift to labor. Governor McKee was saying, I will give this to you, a no-bid, $150 million deal. Just get me elected. And they deliver it on their end. But we're Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, and I don't care what his defenders like Pork Boy and some of the others say. This is Rhode Island we're talking about. And there are certain individuals that they, when they're calling him a liar and saying, Gino was right. Gino was right. You can't trust the guy. If you saw him last Thursday when he got off the plane That's because he had the crap beat out of him in DC. Imagine that. He's lucky he's got the state police around him. They don't care about supply chain. They don't care about rising costs. No, no, no. This is, hey. Hey, pal. You and your whatever. The governor lives with his mother. You promised us a soccer stadium and the Superman building. That's the only reason we backed you, you stooge. We were going to back whoever. We we're going to back Gorbea. Raimondo warned us about trusting you. And now, and now, it's the Fed. It's not me. Yeah, the Feds. The Feds are after McKee. He may end up in witness protection. Sending the mayor of Pawtucket out. Oh, no, it's fine. Oh, no, the stadium, is, the stadium is not fine. stadium, listen, I'm telling you right now, it's not happening. It's It's not happening biden's not working his way out of this no governor mckee just came into office in january they're openly yelling at him in public now that i i don't recall the last time i've ever heard of anything like that they are dressing him down in public meaning they don't care who hears it what is going like don't pull that governor crap with us we put you there And it's so clear, we put you there to make money off you, you stooge. Just like the guy that owned the sporting goods store in The Sopranos. What do you think, we care about you and your stupid store? We put you there to take money out of it. Folks, this portion of the John DiPietro Show, now, it's brought to you by Unique Health. Uh, I'm going to bust the bubble of some people pop a balloon, if you will. No one else will tell you this either. There's no benefit in being overweight. There's no benefit in being obese. I know some people say, love yourself. No, wear it proudly. There's there's no health benefit to being 40 or 50 pounds overweight. Maybe your family won't tell you that. Maybe your friends won't tell you that. Forget about the media. Right now, the new thing is hey, love yourself. Who cares if you're, you know, 50 pounds overweight? Listen, it's not healthy. You need to change your lifestyle. You want to live. If you stay this way, you're going to develop health problems. That's where unique health comes in. Watch those pounds fall off. I'm offering you something on this Thursday a chance to change your life, a chance to save your life. Call Sandra Unique Health. How effective is it? 20 pounds in 10 days. 20 pounds in 10 days. 401-269-9155. I share their Facebook page. They're based in Warwick, right on Bald Hill Road. I've seen their before and afters. Target that stubborn fat, extreme weight loss, you're going to increase your metabolism, you're going to increase your energy, Think how tired you are, dragging around that extra 50 pounds. Folks, call Sandra, Unique Sustainable Weight Loss, Unique Health, 401, free seminar, 401-269-9155. Their before and afters are tremendous. Listen, you are going to want to see your children get married. Don't you want to enjoy your grandchildren someday? Do you want to be burdened with health problems, and if you're 50 pounds overweight now, what do you think it's going to be then if you get sick and then you can't exercise or change anything? Folks, unique health. My dad used to say, your health is everything. Nothing else matters if you don't have your health. Unique health. 401-269-9155. Well, good afternoon you're listening to the John DePetro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, here's what I believe, and that is right now, team McKee, they're they're in trouble. That's why he's been laying low. Yeah, he showed up at the airport yesterday. He showed up for the the uh, you know, the ribbon cutting, and I think that's terrific. Again, hey, the more you could do, but the whole structure Here's what's problematic about Governor McKee. Here's why he's not going to be able to get out of this. And this is really why it is. Well, it was a missed opportunity that Helena Folks was not elected governor. I voted for Helena Folks. I voted for Helena Bonanno Folks in the primary, and she lost to Dan McKee. Because, folks, the problem that Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee has is our system. The system we have set up for our government is a failure. And real business people, there's too many options. They don't want to deal with it. You go back, when was, what time is it? At 12.45. When, when, think about this. When was our area really thriving? You, go, you really go back to the mills. You go into Woonsocket, you have all those mills. You go up to, I can't believe certain areas. How about Central Falls, Pawtucket, all these empty mills, Rhode Island, our area, let alone Worcester, but you go to certain areas. There's all these empty, the mills couldn't leave. The mills couldn't pack up and move where people, especially in the aftermath of the pandemic, where people can be anywhere. You have all these companies flooding these states of Florida, Texas, that are far more business friendly and don't have all these nonsense and foolishness. The Rhode Island business climate is set up in a pay-to-play atmosphere. That's just a fact. Now, I know they went after CNC for the whole thing, but with Governor McKee, you always see he's in charge. The state's in charge of small business and loans, and they decide... And and we're not idiots. It's all tied to you have to contribute and blah blah blah. And if you want to build a building, you have to hire a lobbyist, and then you got to hire a, an accountant, and then blah blah blah. And you can't get a phone call returned unless you hire the. Lo- I mean, it's it's such a rigged game. But the problem is they're running out of players. They're running out of players. I I repeat, I was never a fan of the design of the Jason Fane Tower. There was always something about it that was wrong. But it was a developer, and he was willing to spend the money. And so what do you have now? You have empty land. But McKee is not gonna do that. He's incapable of it. So he is incapable of making, he's already, the die is cast. He has thrown his lot in with organized labor. And their system of, of doing business is no-bid contracts like the soccer stadium, like the Superman building, like the Fane Tower, and then they can juice it up 20-25% because it's a no-bid contract. McKee has thrown his lot in with them. Now the problem is you eliminate competition. And other developers and competitors, they don't want to come into something like that. They don't, who wants to go to a rigged game like that? If you go to Foxwoods, you go to Twin River. <clears throat> do you play blackjack at the blackjack table? Or do you play at the... Sometimes it's 21. Sometimes it's 20. Sometimes it's 22. <laughs> no, no, no. People don't want that. I talk about the restaurant. How would you feel eating in a restaurant? You, you're ordering a steak. It's twenty-two fifty. The guy behind you, he's paying twenty-four fifty. The guy, you know, at the other table, he's paying eighteen fifty. Like, what is this? Well, well, you gotta pay off a waiter. <clears throat> then, you know, he works it out with the cook. No, no, no. These these other states have a, a established business climate. Real business people don't want to get shaken down. Now I've told you a problem with this governor, Governor McKee, that he doesn't like to talk about is the subject of the FBI probe and it's not going away. And none of these projects are getting done. And they are scrambling. And no, there's not we're not getting. there should be no more money for that Pawtucket Stadium. They're not gonna sit. These people are delusional. They might might as well hire Dr. Motter as the coach of this soccer team. Well, we're gonna play it, you know, how about these people? Oh, you can play a Rocky Rocky point. <laughs> what on earth are you talking about? No, no, no. It was his idea to do a soccer team. It was his idea to do this stadium. We're not paying for this. Well, you know, they're, they're having trouble. Of course they're having trouble raising the money. It was a bad deal in July, as Mike McNally said, and the brave individuals that voted against it. That bad deal in July, of which McKee was the deciding vote, is a horrible deal in March, and it's a worse deal in April. See, McKee, Governor Dan McKee, he is so far in over his head. He is so ill-equipped for the situation that he finds himself in right now. And I know he has nice people that work for him. And the daughter was very talented singing on The Voice and blah, blah, blah. I'm uh, I'm not saying that type of stuff. Listen, he's very shifty. Let alone he shows up in D.C. with Tony Silva to act as muscle for him right, along with Shahajan. So, I mean, that's the situation you're talking about. Governor McKee has made deals with people that he's now fearful of. <laughs> with, how, can you imagine? He may end up living into that underpass on uh, the, near Pawtucket in 95. Imagine that. The laborers, he's lucky he's got the state police. In the old days, he'd go missing. That's how much he feels where, as I t- I'm telling you, where he's really in trouble is they're not blaming the Fed. And they've said that. No, no, no. We're not blaming the Fed. No, we blame you. You promised us the stadium. You Think of what he promised. Right? The ultimate. What's your word worth? He promised them a $220 million Superman building. I know it's ridiculous. He promised them a $150 million soccer stadium. Do the math. With overruns, you're up to $400 million, plus the Thane Tower. What are they building right now? Zero. Plus the truck toll money stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine if the governor goes missing? Has anyone seen Governor McKee? He was seen getting into a car with members of LUNA, Labor's International. He was with the Teamsters. They were, wanted to talk to him in the back of a Cadillac. He was last seen at... <clears throat> listen, it's a bad situation when his former chief of staff, Tony Silva, has to pack a weapon to go with him to a, me- <laughs> to a meeting. This is the governor of Rhode Island, folks. You th- This is like something out of On the Waterfront. Wow. But, but the, the bottom line is, these deals aren't getting done and the covid money ends in may. Very very clear now. Governor McKee, he he was not operating in reality. He didn't he didn't vote for the Soccer Stadium because it was a feasible deal or it was a good deal. He voted for it in order to get the endorsement of the unions. That's why he did. And it by the way, it did work. They went out, they campaigned for him and he won the primary. But don't ever confuse that. With that, it was a good deal that makes sense because it doesn't. But what we need, what you need to do, and what the Republican Party needs to do is be very vocal about the amount. of, Now they want to put more public money up. This is insanity. No, no, he agreed to that. As someone, I, an insider at the state house told me, the governor Key was in a meeting and saying, "We have problems," and and we and da da da. And someone finally stopped and said, "Hold on, no, you have problems." We don't have problems. I didn't promise anything. You made the promises to Sabatoni. You made the promises to me. You made the promises to the old man. You did. Well, I didn't do that. So stop with the, what do you have, a, a mouse in your pocket? We. No, you have the problem. So, folks, this portion of the John Future Show brought to you by Falcon Pest Services. Call today 401-739-1322. Residential or commercial. Now as the weather gets warmer in next week, I looked at the forecast. Temperatures of the 60s. Now we're getting somewhere. Opening day Fenway. Falcon Pest Services. Call today 401-739-1322. Residential or commercial. Falcon Pest Services serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Whether it's for termites or bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Could be a one-time treatment, could be every month, could be quarterly, could be yearly. Falcon Pest Services. Nothing ruins a restaurant, office, building your home if suddenly you have unwanted pests. Residential Commercial Falcon Pest Services. Four zero one. 739 1322 folks good afternoon at 1254 again we go till 2 o'clock you're listening to the John DePietro show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM as Gina Raimondo so famously said to Providence Mayor Angel Tavares they were on the debate stage summer of 14 on the line was to be the Democrat nominee for governor and what did she say do you see cranes in the sky Economic malaise, empty Superman building. Do you see cranes in the sky? Do you see cranes in the sky? I think it's comical now. Now, again, nothing against the mayor of Pawtucket. He's carrying the water for McKee in exchange for hopefully hoping to get endorsed for Congress, even though Governor McKee's already got Matos running for that. Um, I don't wish he'll will, but this is, you, you can't, your plan that's not a plan. Governor McKee, his idea of economic development is add more people to the state payroll. That, that's not a plan. That's certainly not a business plan. That's not a winning plan by any stretch of imagination. No, that's that's no plan, right? And that was how he was called during the campaign. No plan, Dan. His, his goal was I'll, I'll win the primary and then we'll figure it out. And now, due to outside forces, he can't figure it out. And he can stop up and down and, you know, telling a mutual person I know, he's on a line talking to me that way. I don't like the impression of my... And anything like that. This has nothing to do because of Dan York. No, no, you're the one's friends with York. That is very clear. As I've said to people, I mean, what is it tell you? It is an ultimate birds of a feather. That's who he's pals around with. Right? Talk about a red flag. I like that the the labor leaders are saying Gina was right. Ramondo warned them, you can't trust that guy. Can't trust him. She knew. Did you ever see Dan McKee on the stage with Gina Ramundo? The answer is no. And I fully get they hate that I remind people of that. But Ramundo warned. Remorn them. I'm telling you, you can't trust that guy. Imagine that. Gina was right. He's a liar. There's a lot of things you could say. Notice, they're not saying the Fed's lying. They're not saying the developer's lying. No, the union leaders are saying McKee lied to them. Now, there's a big difference. I would argue some people, just like in the, in the film The Irishman, some people, not me, some people feel that there's a lack of failure to show gratitude, some people, not me, but there's different ways that you could uh, have kind of bumps in the road with that crew, and they're a rough crew, make no mistake about it. There's different ways. You could say that maybe you run into a problem with um, something to do with maybe the, the developer, right? Or maybe... Maybe if they ran into a problem, if they were suddenly under investigation, things like that. But the last thing, it's not good for your health if that crowd feels that they got hoodwinked, that they feel that he, like, tried to pull a fast one with them. You know, I fully get that both Dan Pork and McKee, they fancy themselves the smartest guys in the world. They do. You know, I would argue that's an Achilles heel. That's not a good trait to have. But they think of themselves that way. When they walk into a room, they're the smartest one in the room. Well, the problem is when you have laborers and teamsters and they feel that you pulled one over on them, that that's where you run into, that's where you run, I think that's where you run into problems, right? All right, it's 12.59. We're gonna break for the one o'clock news. Now there is tragedy with these service people uh, lost their lives in the helicopter. We're gonna play sound on that. I wanna be really clear, I, you wanna see a state thrive, but I'm telling you this governor has put the state on a path that it cannot thrive. And you know the chickens are coming home to roost and the bill is coming due and everything else, every other cliche you wanna put out there. We will be doing Facebook Live later, We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, or you can listen online at the website, which is com. All right, another full hour to go. You're tuned and listening back on the other side with the John DePetro Show.